Hello everyone, welcome back to your True Place podcast and today I'm so excited to introduce you to our guest Anna Kusela. Anna, you should see Anna right now. I hope you will go back to our video. She's an incredible, beautiful woman, looking just amazing with a high energy, just getting me through the Zoom and I just can feel it. So Anna is a certified coach. Uh, she is a public speaker and uh, her work is based on presence, embodiment, leadership and high performance. And uh, I'm so happy to have you here today, Anna. Thank you for joining me and uh, welcome to our True Place podcast. Thank you so much, Anna. I'm blushing uh, because of all the compliments. So this is a great place to start. <laughs> yes, you know, <laughs> I really, really enjoy uh, being with you. At the moment, it's only online, so I hope we can transform it live one day. <laughs> we have to yes. do it. Yes, for sure. Yes. So let's dive in. And before we start discussing all the juicy topics that for sure our listeners would like to hear, uh, I would like to ask you how you came to the coaching. You know, why did you choose to be in service for artists? Uh, because for sure it wasn't something you planned when you were uh, young and imagine you being here today, what you do today. Tell us. Yeah, I don't think I knew as a child that such a vocation exists as a coach. Um, so I've done my career in management consulting and as a part of being a consultant, obviously I was with people a lot. So I've always been curious about people. I love being with people and uh, I'm very extroverted and social. So I had like a curiosity towards people always in my bones. And um, I like my major part of my career, I did that in London. And you know how environments change us. And while being in London, I started seeing interesting things that people were doing and the online space was gathering pace and a lot of things around me that I feel flexed my mindset in terms of what is it that I could do with my life because ultimately what happened with consulting and I'll try to keep this brief is that I realized that drawing process charts and, and designing organizations while that was intellectually very stimulating it actually didn't allow me to be close enough to people. And if, if people don't change, the organization doesn't change, right? The change so, needs to happen within people. So I realized that actually my, the tools I had were not sufficient to really do something that I felt like is, is, is meaningful and is actually uh, impacting change. Um, however, I, I only then realized this um, almost like inclined towards coaching after I left my job. And then a few women started asking, could you support us with this and this? And I was like, uh, me? <laughs> like, <laughs> it was I unexpected. <laughs> was, I was like, I don't know anything. And then I just really started enjoying the process. And at that point, I started understanding like coaching is that tool to get closer to people. So it wasn't like it was clear from the get-go, but as I've been living my life, as you know, we do, we learn more and things emerge. And I've just been following my curiosity and my passion. And it has become, you know, then coaching emerged from that. 
Well, sounds pretty exciting. And I think you're so brave, you know, to leave security, to leave this um, um, probably something that many of us dream about, you know, a uh, big title, living in the big city, corporative world, uh, among all those big uh, people, right? That for somebody it's like unreachable uh, goal. But many times when we come to the place that we thought we supposed to be, that was maybe dictated by the environment. Maybe it's something that we thought we're supposed to do in future. And you realize, you realize suddenly it's not who you are. It's not mm -hmm. your calling, right? And I think you're so brave that you found this uh, voice inside you telling you, follow your true place. You know, you're in the right place right now, but follow your true place. And so inspiring that you could help other women. But yeah, and, and, and you know, can I just add that yes. when I was in consulting, that was my true place back then. Yes. But obviously, us humans, we change. Hopefully, we evolve throughout our lives. So I really enjoyed my time in consulting and uh, it fit until it didn't. Exactly. So, exactly. so they, you know, they, they, there was a point in me doing all the things I've done. And also, I just want to say, thank you for recognizing me around the courage that I've had making these shifts in my life. And, you know, maybe like there's a screw a bit loose in my head. Like maybe there is a part in my DNA that I just go after my heart. And I know not everyone has the courage or the privilege and opportunity to do that. So I recognize my privilege in doing that. And also that I have a tendency towards that sort of courage. So also I should be using it. And I'm saying this because people might be like, oh, should I just quit my job and do ABC? Yes, yes, exactly. It's like, it depends because we are also different. So for me, that method has served me well and I've been able to move forward and take action. But for someone else, this might be absolutely the worst thing that they can do. And, and so I just want to say that this sort of honoring our own blueprints and the way we operate the best is so important to be able to uh, make changes in a way that we feel supported and not that we become inactive and frozen and just maybe too scared and, and not feeling the safety and security we need to proceed. So I just wanted to, I felt important that that needed to be said. And you are so right about that because, you know, you probably made a good foundation, you know, for you to follow your dream. So you planned it, you had a base uh, where served you and then you could start build your new business for somebody else who didn't prepare, for example, any savings, any backs up, you know, that could help them uh, during the first period that is very, very, very turbulent and struggling for many entrepreneurs, right? Because sales and profits, it's not coming during the first months, <laughs> probably not during the first year. You need to uh, invest time, money, efforts, everything, and most probably not give up, you know, after the first fail and first trial, because nobody succeeded from the first time. So I love that you brought it up because we all have different circumstances. Somebody has families to feed, children mm -hmm. need uh, right uh, security, and um, we need to provide to our families. So that is something important to remember. And nobody wants to work, you know, from the scarcity place. 
that tomorrow I might not have any sales and money and we start to feel desperate. So I loved how you highlighted this, that we need to find balance what served us in our dreams and actually our everyday life, um, because we do have commitments uh, for our families, for ourselves. Yeah. So we can't just cut all the bridges, you know, and jump in without any, <laughs> any well, sorts. Maybe you can, but just cut them very slowly. Like, exactly. You know, like, do it your way so you can still pursue your dreams, but please do it in a way that makes you feel relatively good about it, right? Exactly. So you still act from the place of excitement, joy, and not desperation, right? So it's so important, I believe. It is so important. You're absolutely right. Anna, I'm wondering, now you have your customers that you started to support in their journey and business. For sure, you've done some work with yourself. How do you think you came to this? You know, how you transformed you from nine to five corporate job and where you are now? Uh, ha did you experience, you know, that suddenly you need to change your identity, um, think differently? How, how was it personally for you? How did you feel this transformation? This can be a very long podcast. Uh, yes, <laughs> I know. <laughs> so, it will be difficult to feed in our so, so let let me explore how to best serve your audience and, and respond that. So first of all, this journey has definitely been the most unlinear journey I've ever taken. So I left the corporate 2018, so it's a while. And now actually it seems like it's a nice while. I've had some time to decondition, unlearn, let go, forgive, move on, all these things. And um, I'd say that what, has be what became really obvious very early on is that the work that I'm here to do is not about a particular skill set, but it is more about who I am. So when you asked about what sort of work this, for example, coaching has required for me, the answer is everything. Everything, exactly. Like I am my work. And it is like... Let me put it this way. We can intellectually understand some things when we read or when we listen to others, uh, listening to this podcast, for example. We can intellectually understand something. However, there is a deeper way of gaining knowledge and understanding, which is through experience. And when we talk about coaching in particular, we are talking about such delicate nuanced topics in people's lives and it doesn't matter if you're doing life coaching business coaching healing whatever it is that you're doing we are talking about such level of nuance that you can't read it from a book like you can't possibly understand someone's fear if you haven't felt your own fear you can't possibly hold space for someone who is struggling if you've never identified with your own struggle and, and notice the words I'm using. I'm not saying that I needed to overcome absolutely everything. Like, you know, I don't think there is such thing as perfection. And I am far away from any sort of transcendence, if you like. But 
the thing is that this work that I'm doing now, it starts with me. Mm. I, I I can't be with my clients and, and I'm saying be, not do. I'm talking about being. I can't be. be with my clients. I can't be present with my clients if I haven't done the work with myself. And it is uncanny. The things that show up with my clients is the work that I've been doing with myself. It's like, what is happening here? So the the journey has definitely required that identity shift but I would put it I'll put it this way is that before the level of awareness and uh, the precision and focus I had in my life was very superficial Mm. I enjoyed my life like I said you know it was my previous that was my true place however now the level of awareness and the presence that I have in my life is a completely different level so before my identity was more like not thought really it was an accumulation of things like obviously I was like I want to be a professional working in London city in fashion and luxury that's cool of course like of course there was some thought shiny shiny thoughts exactly right it was more about them the external the status them sort of like what we see as success in Western countries, like when you tick the boxes. But for now, you know, the, the conversation is different. It's like now I have more awareness and thought put into my identity. And who is it that I want to become? And with this, when we go to the core and we go to the identity, from that everything flows. So the mindset my thoughts, my embodiment, my leadership, it all comes from there. But now, like, I can't really, can you see, like, I can't really compare, like, my past life, as I, as I call that lovingly, and, and the life I live today, because they are not quite the same. But this journey has required, like, absolutely everything. And and and, and I'll say that, you know, I'm, I am the curious person, and I'll, I'll turn every stone. So I've also been knee deep in this journey because of my own desire so it is like this is my journey it is my journey to understand life in a deep way and feel it very deeply in my heart and I've been honoring that and and so you know my my way of looking at my identity and who I am now and the shifts it's required is like (laughs) how deep can you go like you know exactly. I've been how far you can push yourself right yeah, exactly so clearly I can push myself quite far because I've been quite deep in it so <laughs> I don't know did that make any sense it makes perfectly sense and yeah. what what it um make me realize do you think this shift made you free you know when you cleared your mind from all these boxes that we supposed to uh, fit and check in, you know, that we sort, we have to do it. Mm-hmm. And when suddenly you started to listen to yourself, you know, what your mind wants, what your body wants, you know, being in the presence, do you think it made you free, more happy, more joyful? How how do you experience quality of your life of, after this shift? So first of all, I'll recognize and, and acknowledge myself in this situation. When you said the word free, the immediate reaction from me was like no by no i'm free like that was like my embodied reaction but a more well well thought response for that and and what like feels authentic in this moment is that yes there's more freedom because i have more choice so 
before I was a combination of reaction and learned behaviors that were not necessarily authentically mine. Whereas now I have cultivated a different way of being in this life and therefore I have more choice. I have more ways of responding. So now when I recognize that, for example, these are the feelings that I wish to experience in my life. Now, when I recognize these are the feelings, I also now have linked uh, skill sets and and rituals and, and things that I can obtain those feelings and those states so I can cultivate a certain way of being. So yes, my life experience is totally different because I have that choice and I understand how I can lead myself and I am not simply um, a victim of my own mind or my body, but I have that sort of some somewhat to a certain degree, I have that freedom to explore how I orient myself in this world. So yes, like there is more freedom, <laughs> but that sort of like, am yeah. I free? If I said yes, I feel like I would be lying, but am I more free than before? For sure. For I sure. Yeah. yeah. It's like when you reach one stage, you know, then you see there is more possibilities and yep. there is always place and space for improvement and getting better. Yeah. So it's like, uh, I love uh, somebody told, the more I know, the more I know, I don't know. I know yeah. <laughs> and it's like we're always evolving, changing and uh, finding new ways. Yeah. And I love this about you, that you shifted so much. And uh, it's like mm -hmm. a continuous stage of you being better and better. And I'm wondering, you're working with a leadership, with uh, ambitious uh, leaders, uh, probably in the corporate world. And what I think, but I don't know if I'm right, but this is kind of not untraditional approach in the corporate world, you know, start, um, start uh, embodiment, you know, um, kind of practice that we never spoke loudly before. I haven't heard about this. What, what do you think? Is it something new that you are doing right now? How, how do you think it's different from the old approaches? Because we used, you know, to the strategy spreadsheets, uh, pushy, pushy, everything shall be, you know, go, 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 um, in the leadership world. And, um, how do you see it different from your perspective and the work that you do? Mm. so is it true that we have bodies yes have people recognized that the bodies matter yeah to some degree some degree. Have people in business recognize that the body and and our entire being matters in business less so right so we are in these western countries um this uh, glorified in in intellect if you like it's it's everything's in the head, like you said, spreadsheets, you know, pushing, pushing, time busy. It's very head heavy. And an interesting nuance that I'll add into this is also that a lot of my clients are women. So also as women, we have heard and learned a certain way of being in business. And a lot of women recognize that actually, there's something that is not true for me. So when it comes to my way of looking at things and you mentioned embodiment, you know, the thing is that this like is the most ancient knowledge there is, but we have just ignored the whole thing. And a lot of my clients are very smart and very 
analytical, great. It's very top down, but there's no bottom up. And the thing is, when we start to be very head heavy, we um, start to actually become quite conditioned. We repeat the same patterns and we are very much in our habits and in our reactions. But if you want to develop a true way of being in this world, especially as a leader, like it doesn't come from the head. It comes from your heart, from your intuition, from your gut, as seen in the body. And as a leader, first and foremost, you need to, leadership happens in the present moment, in the now moment. It doesn't happen tomorrow. It doesn't happen when you have the presentation. It happens now when someone is in distress with you in the meeting. It's now, in the now moment. If you're not in your body, if you're not present, if you can't make yourself present and available to the other, what are you going to do? So like, can you see like all these things of like having this sort of certain learned way of being and for us women in particular, I find it's really hard. We have actually gone away from our strengths, from our natural unique gifts. And it's we true. have started emulating something different. And actually we are not using the potential and the power we have. So for me, like, it's more about the invitation for my clients to become more present, to be more honest with themselves and, and start to, you, you know, if you want to call the, if you want to call it the embodiment, like, I don't care what we call it, but like, be a human being, yeah. <laughs> be, be, in, be in your being and be here and, and start to use your potential that like the head is only just one thing, right? There's nothing wrong with that, but like, but we have so much more than so only here, right? There's so much more. So, so I, I, I see myself as a, I'm someone who reminds of what's already there. We have just forgotten and ignored, and not practiced. You know, some like some of my clients. I'm like, how does it feel? They're like, I don't know. <laughs> forgotten. I've forgotten because we forgot to dive in and ask ourselves and maybe be alone, right? With ourselves. Be alone. The scariest thing in the world. Get to know yourself, right? And then be like, oh, I think I feel a bit sad. And then being able to allow yourself to feel sad and then observing it and allowing it to pass. It's like these things we have forgotten. And, and the leaders need this because for me, I'll say this final thing is that the leader sets the quality of the awareness in the situation so if the leader is very present and intelligently present with all their being and there's a, there's a lot of heart in this equation it sets the tone for the group it really yeah. raises the standard so that's why for me working with leaders is key because we impact people around us and when you become aware about your impact and you become present you can actually make conscious choices what is it that you wish to create in that moment so that's why for me leaders are are, are they are they almost like a turnkey in that that when we start from that it really just has the ripple effect to the people around them you know i love how you said that leadership starts now here not in the presentation not in the meeting room but here in the present situation because that is something probably many of us forget 
And um, what I also find interesting from this conversation is that probably this can be also applied to our family life. Because you're also a leader in your family, right? You're a leader for your kids, you're a leader for your family, you're showing example. And uh, many of us, personally, me also will be honest with you, struggling of being present because we are rushing. We have like long to-do list, you know, that we are checking in our head all the day. We are not noticing what is happening right here, right now. And that is probably something for us to remember, you know, to stop, to pause, to uh, embrace the moment that we are now and being present now and not um, diving into the future or regretting something in the past. Because it can be both applied at work and home, because we are also leaders at home. We are. And thank you for mentioning that, because leadership is everywhere. All of us are leaders. It really matters how we show up to ourselves and to others. And I happen to work in a business context, but this is every area of life. Like, who who do you want to be? Exactly. Who do you want to be when you show up? What is the quality of your awareness and your presence when you are with others? And I'm not saying that we need to be always like so tuned in, like we are still human. Like my presence, it's, it's fleeting, right? But the thing is that if we become curious about this and we desire to do something with our awareness and our presence, that's the journey. Like then we are on the journey. Then we are focusing on the right things, in my opinion. And it makes a difference in our life and in the lives of those who are around us, for sure. How would you recommend to do it, you know, in the practical way. What are your practice? Maybe you have some sort of habits, rituals that you perform that you could share with our listeners so they can also apply it in their everyday life. Um, at work, at home, how would you recommend to be better in this kind of presence, embodiment and uh, listening to ourselves because very often we don't hear our voice actually. <laughs> we forget what it sounds, what we want and uh, who we are because we are so, so busy with everything what is going on around us. How would you recommend uh, for us uh, to apply it you know, in practical steps uh, to get better? Yeah, I wish I had like, uh, these. do these five steaks? Yes. <laughs> but I think, you, you know, Anna, you, you had the answer there. So you said that like slow down and and be more curious and, and listen to self and don't be so busy. <laughs> yeah. I think that's it. Like, you know, us, us people are interesting because we... Um, if I think about interaction with others, for example, the thing is that we just love our own voice. Like we want to talk and we oh, just can't wait so the other true. person to stop so we can talk a bit more. <laughs> and there is this sort of, maybe maybe I'll label that as a silent observation. Let's call it that for now, for the sake of this practice development, if you like. Silent observation of self when we are alone and when with others. So, you know, maybe a good practice is just in the morning. I like to take a moment in the morning and just chill for a moment before I get going. And I read read my book, maybe or drink coffee. And 
maybe that's a moment to be like, oh, okay, Anna, what's going on? Just observing. No need to change anything, but just observing. Checking in with self. And then when we go to our meetings or whatever, we meet others, maybe just for a moment, we just observe. Hmm, I wonder how Anna's today. And then we just don't say, maybe we don't speak that much. We just observe. Maybe we ask a curious question. We just observe. And then I observe the other and I observe, hmm, how am I feeling in this meeting? How am I feeling after this meeting? And then maybe I'll check in with myself another day, another time during the day and then in the evening. This is how we learn to be with ourselves and with others. But the problem is because we are so much in the habit, we are so used to doing the same things in the same way. And then we're just constantly like, we are just like reacting, reacting, reacting. It's like, if we can stop the reaction for a moment and just be more present without like taking the action, but actually taking the action internally, right? And being like, oh, what's going on with me? I would say that sort of curious observation. And, oh, I love and it. you know, it can, it can take 20 seconds, right? But the hard thing is about remembering to do this. Exactly, right? exactly. Because we forget about it, you we know. Forget, right? Then we just like go about our days and then you're yeah. like, oh, like I forgot I needed to do that 20 second practice. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I would say, you know, that's this sort of like intimacy with self and starting mm. to understand that, oh, I start to notice that every time I meet with this person after that, I feel like I just have anxiety or whatever. You know, just this sort of recognition of like what's really going on within me and where might that come from without any judgment. That starts to build a lot of knowledge. And when when we become aware of things, when we understand what's going on, then leadership becomes possible. So after I recognize what is inherent in me, after that, I can start to lead myself. But before that, I don't know I can't lead because what am I leading? Oh my God, this is so good. Anna. And it's like, you know, the best part that it's so easy, right? It's so easy, oh, but apparently we forget and not doing it. It's yeah. like the genius uh, parts are always so easy and so obvious. It's right in front of us, but we are just passing away and make it more complicated. Mm. I love how you did it, you know, how you highlighted just 20 seconds with ourselves. Uh, and I think Tony Robbins said, if you don't have 10 minutes in the morning for yourself, then you don't have a life, right? Yeah. <laughs> so if you can't find this two minutes in the morning, sitting and asking, acknowledge me, how, how are we today, right? So what do we want today? Whom we want to be today? And uh, what makes us happy today? Then we're just missing our life and the best part of it, being present and enjoying it. So I really loved the simple practice that we can all apply. doesn't matter if you're a leader at work or leader in your family. This is so important for us to be in touch with ourselves. Yeah, and imagine like if if we push the envelope now like big time, imagine next time. So yesterday I, I had a speaking event and after that I stayed there for a moment because I, I knew there are a few people I wanted to meet. And before I met, I, I went into the space. I thought to myself, 
I want to make these encounters the most special encounters these people have had all week. That is so good. So imagine if, you know, we just like, oh, Monday morning meeting, whatever, which is like, yeah, okay. What if instead I was like, this is the most important moment I'll have this week. And then I'm here and I'll tell you one of the biggest, biggest can I share one of my biggest realizations? Yes, of course. Because this is like, if I want to share this, because if you have the opportunity to experience this, and, and maybe you have, this is one of the reasons that I live for this work. So when we are truly present, which means that, I am here in my head, in my heart, in my body. I am open to receive. I am here together with you. I have no judgment. I am just here, being here with you. And I am curious. I am open. I am willing. And I am present here with you. And if it happens that the other person has similar qualities, which we can say that these are qualities of awareness, and when we come together, it's really interesting something new can happen in that moment and we can't like go in the meeting and be like oh I'm gonna create some magic like I often have that but like because it requires like two people and then because it's here in the now present moment you kind of never know what it is yes. like you can have that intention of like magic but you really don't know what it is so this is like why I'm like addicted <laughs> oh my god i can feel it i can feel it (laughs) i can feel like we we are here now and it's this moment of like this is possible only in the now moment people don't understand the future everything is created in the now moment it's not created yesterday or tomorrow it's now and when we come together in this sort of manner like you and i are coming together now something new happens so imagine if we applied some of this intention energy presence and love into the encounters we have may angelou said people don't remember what you said but they remember how you made them feel this is exactly what we're talking about like making differences creating something new and truly creating meaningful moments like this is the point this is the point yeah every time it happens it touches my heart and I'm like this is why I'm here I'm a living breathing human being experiencing life and then you're addicted to that after that (laughs) oh my god Anna that was so good I'm almost crying to be honest because I was so present with you in this moment and uh, I could feel it in my body you know when you feel this excitement joy connection and imagine if every time we interact with people, we would feel this. It would be incredible, right? That would, would be, be a really... different world. It would be a different world. So that you know, this is this is what I'm saying. So thank you for your openness and willingness to experiment. And and this remember when I said earlier, like knowledge is one thing, but like experience, experience. is the difference. Yes. Like after you experience, now you're like, I get it because you've been there it's like I get it so now when we come from this place of experience the coaching the engagement the leadership everything's different because we've been there in the experience with ourselves 
So exactly. we understand it. We truly understand it. Exactly. And what I also find fascinating when we connect our mind and our body, you know, when they're together, it's like magic happens. Suddenly mm -hmm. everything is brighter. Everything is more excited, more joyful, you know, not like in the dust somewhere far away, but you feel it, you really feel it. And this feeling is incredible. I can imagine why you're addicted because we <laughs> oh, no, I want to get this feeling, right? <laughs> right, all of us have addictions. So yeah, yeah. I, got, I got goosebumps. Thank you for sharing your experience. And uh, now it's forever yours. Exactly. Right? Exactly. And you're forever changed. You know, this is how we change as human beings. So it's forever yours. Now we need to make it a habit and remember to apply it every time because I'm all about habits, you know, because yeah. I strongly believe that our life consists of habits. What you did before, that is the life that you're living now. And if you start making the small bricks every day, imagine how life would change in one year. So making the small moment today, right now with you, it's like putting the small brick in the future and creating this beautiful picture, you know, that we all want to have. <laughs> yeah, it's beautifully said, for sure. And these bricks, this would make a lovely house. Exactly. And a strong one, a strong one, you know. <laughs> strong. Huge, huge mansion. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Anna, you mentioned about your talk, you know, in front of many people, connections that you're building. Mm -hmm. I'm sure that is something that puts you out of your comfort zone, right? It's not like we are every day ready to get up out of the bed and start speaking in front of thousands, hundreds of people. Mm -hmm. Many of us have this fear of speaking public um, because we start doubting ourselves, you know, what if I would say something? stupid or what if i'm not good enough who am i to go there and start speaking in front of all these people you know all the thoughts that coming into our mind when something important comes where we shall perform and show ourselves it can be a small meeting it can be a big public speaker event as you participate can you share with us how you put yourself out for the success for this energy connections that you create with your auditorium can you inspire us how to get better in these skills so i feel like i might now disappoint you a bit anna because i am actually not that nervous about public speaking so what you might not know about me that i'm a ballet dancer from my background so i've been on the stage since i was like six years old okay so and, this and muscle is built already yeah exactly so you know that's one of the habits i would say that i was it was interesting there was this dynamic um being being a dancer it's like going on the stage was why i was doing it because i love the performance at the same time i remember backstage it was like the fear and oh my gosh like this is so hard so it was an interesting I wanted to do it but also I didn't want to do it yes obviously you go and do it because like when the music comes on you know it's just like you just go and do it but the thing is that after that uh we you know when you do like some small presentations and things at school uh being on stage ballet is like you know triple pirouette what if I fall you know I, I fell on my backside a few times and things like this after mm -hmm. that speaking is like what's oh, it's easy <laughs> seriously 
And, and, you know, that's been one of my beliefs. It's like, what's the worst thing that can happen? I can maybe lose a few words. Like I'll come up with some other, I can drop my pen. I lift it up, but you know, falling on your backside from a pirouette, you know, in a tutu is like, that seems like next level. So, you know, my belief system is, is formed like this. And then as it happens is that not many people want to do public speaking. So then I've been approached because as you say, you know, it's people are so afraid being publicly seen. And I guess for me, I've, I've just kind of been like, yeah, I'm happy to do it. Like I literally just always been happy to do it. And um, there is something interesting actually here that, that I'll share in terms of the embodiment, because how we are in our bodies impacts how the quality of our thoughts and feelings. So, you know, if you're, if you're being really like slouchy and you're like, I'm so confident, it's just, you can't do it because like you have an inner conflict that your body and mind are just not agreeing. So for me, like this sort of like the, the, the ballet posture and the sort of, you know, ability to be seen and be okay with that. I think people projected like they see that I'm confident and because they projected that I also believed I'm confident oh my god that is so good isn't it interesting so I never kind of I never spent any time be doubting like oh maybe I'm not like that I just never kind of had that which is quite like this is quite weird but I never had that part because I and and you know this isn't to say that I wouldn't be doubting and yesterday you know with the talk of course I was nervous but like also that's part of the game but for some reason maybe I'm now wired hmm. to be on the stage and be doing that and enjoy and enjoying it like having a good time so I know this isn't probably the answer you expected but again we become good at what we practice so we are practicing something all the time. And even for me, this, like, this is a public speaking appearance, what we are doing now. Me doing Instagram stories each day for the past whatever four years is a public speaking appearance. Me being with my clients is a public speaking appearance of some sort. So I've been practicing this way of communication and being for a while now, and we become what we practice. Now I'm just taking my message on a stage and maybe there's more people I'm taking it to a new stage. I'm taking to a new audience and things like this, but still the essence of it is the same. And because I've been practicing this, I'm just accumulating those good experiences and solidifying, you know, the muscle that is already there. Exactly. Exactly. What I love what you said is that you are enjoying it. Because probably that is that is what we forget because you know we start noticing all these bad parts, but actually that is what we would like to have, right? In the many cases, uh, to perform, to make the presentation because we trained, yeah. uh, we got skilled and that was our goal. But yeah. then, you know, we forget to enjoy our right, our journey. And uh, I love how you phrase it, you enjoy it. And then you're getting energy connection and you're in the moment. And that is what makes the magical happens. Uh... That makes the magic happen. Yeah. Can I tell you something that happened yes. yesterday? So yesterday, uh, so I had the talk yesterday and there were 600 people. So it was a large crowd. And in the morning, I was, I was feeling good. Like immediately when I woke up, I'm like, I'm excited about the day. And uh, I was on Facebook and a friend of mine, 
posted something that there was this 13 year old boy that had visited her husband at work and uh, he's he's a pilot and the the boy is 13 and always wanted to be a pilot but he has cancer and it is not it's in a stage that he doesn't have long to live and she wrote that not everyone gets to live their dream it's so true it's so true so yesterday and you know it really touched me so yesterday after that I I just made this like mental shift although I said I was feeling good about it already but you know Anna I realized I'm like I am living my dream now. Like I get to do this. This is something that I really enjoy doing. And it is on my vision board to be delivering big talks. And I'm like, I am like living my dream now. And I, I, you know, it's a privilege. It's an opportunity. It's an honor to be able to do this. And when I overlay this sort of sentiment on this and not just like yeah I'm excited you know it's good stuff maybe yeah. I'm right this is a different conversation and when I overlaid you know I journaled on that and I'm like I am realizing my dreams like I am taking the stepping stones towards who I wish to become and I am becoming I am becoming now it felt so meaningful and as part of this process we'll take the discomfort we'll take the struggle We'll take the self-doubt. We'll take the lack of courage. We'll take the whatever days because the passion and the dream and the hunger to do this work is bigger. So like for me, it's like, am I nervous? Sure. Did I make a few mistakes? Sure. The music didn't work? Yeah. But I'm still doing it. So for me, like this sort of realization yesterday, I'm like, I am doing these things now that I actually want to be doing it adds so much meaning and depth to this experience Mm -hmm. that yeah I cried you know I can imagine it's like a goosebumps you know (laughs) yeah it is a goosebumps moment so you know it's this sort of uh, I guess the understanding of like yes I'm a human we experience all sorts of feelings and and self-doubt and all these things but like that's part of being a human. And then I choose where I place my attention and my energy. And I choose to place it on growing myself and going after my dreams. And with that comes a lot of stuff that is hard, but I still keep going and I become stronger in the game. So, you know, that saying I'll finish with this is don't wish it was easier. Wish that you were stronger. Now we are building that muscle and I'm getting stronger and I bet I'll be, I, ha- I have self-doubt in 10 years. You ask me, I have self-doubt. It's a different caliber and it always be there, but I'm still doing it. That is so good, Anna. And I want our listeners to pay attention what you just said, that you put your focus on mm. what you want to get. Yeah. Of not of what didn't work, you know, bad music, bad sound, uh, mistakes. You know, you didn't put your attention in focus there. You put your attention on your dream, uh, on your moment, you got present with it. And that is when the shift comes because we get where we focus. And that is what we forget. You know, we notice only bad things, right? What didn't go well, all our struggles, and we forget to shift our attention and our focus actually for the good part of this journey. 
And yeah. I'm sure there is more good part than bad part, right? For sure. And isn't that the true place? Yes, like definitely. Isn't, isn't that a true place to come from a place of a dream, ambition, willingness to be of service and, and being the greatest version of myself? Isn't that a true place? So we choose what we activate. And uh, the more awareness and presence we have, the more choice we have, like we've already discussed. So, you know, it's a, you know, this is very nuanced, detailed work, but just that we understand that we can lead ourselves, that we have the opportunity to pursue our dreams in a way that feels good to us. And understanding that not feeling so good is also part of it's the It's a part, yes. Because and it's, it's normal, it's you know, yeah. we, we are not robots who are high performing every day, excited, energized, you know, it doesn't exist <laughs> in this world. So we need to accept the other part of us as well and not being harsh to ourselves. Yeah. And uh, that is the journey. Oh my God, Anna, I love it so much. We are getting to the end of our powerful conversation and I really hope we inspired all our listeners um to practice what we just talked about uh getting back to themselves uh being present acknowledge themselves and um yes enjoy the life that they're building right now because it is uh life and we need to get the best of it tell us what shall we expect from you next year are there any interesting projects that you are working on now i really would like to hear well should I just say that I'm 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 planning for a big year? For oh sure. my god! I feel like I'm in such a nice place. I wish I could tell you more, um, but really, it's still under the works. Um, but you know, I'm in this game, so I'll be here. I'll be honing my craft and serving people for sure. And um, yeah, I feel like it's gonna be a big big year. I love your intention. That is something for us to note. You know, set yourself for a big year. That today is the day when everything will start good, right? Yeah. <laughs> and even bigger and better. I love this. And I have three final questions for you. This is a tradition in our podcast. Uh, three final questions. And uh, answers shall be uh, short. Um, so are you ready? I'm ready. Yes. Question number one. Best advice that you got in your life? My mom told me when I was leaving for London to just go for it. Like, you'll always find a job. And if you don't, you'll come back. I love it. I mm -hmm. love it. It was very good advice. And I'm sure that after you did it, you were ready to fly. You know, you yeah. were ready to fly and reach your dreams. <laughs> From my mom, because I was like, yes. my mom like don't go anywhere stay yeah home. stay home be like, with me you go. Go. oh i love it your mom was very supportive i'm very brave I was yeah. like, oh, mom. <laughs> <laughs> imagine us leaving our kids you know oh no stay with me stay yeah, with don't me. Go. <laughs> but look it just brought so much joy into your life and where are you today yeah sure question number two what is the habit that you would like to break that didn't that doesn't serve you <laughs> oh yeah i can tell you currently what i'm working with is my evening like i i get 
I, I think I work too much during the day and then in the evening I run out of steam and then I end up like just not doing anything useful like you know I'm on social media or then I'm just like wandering around my house so that's like a bad habit that I don't have then like a sleep going to, going to bed routine and all of that so mm. that's what I'm currently working with oh, yeah. I so think terrible you- to admit that you know, you're not alone, I will tell you. Uh, my evening routine is also on my list uh, to change because uh, it's like suddenly when you get this time for yourself and open your phone. So my phone, my distraction. <laughs> so that is for sure my habit to break. It's bad. Yeah, something needs to happen there. So I'm aware of it. Haven't done anything to it, though. But most importantly, you are aware. So now the next step to change. Yeah, now it's, well, soon <laughs> is the next step. Maybe not now, but soon. Soon. Question number three is the final. Um, habits that really serve you, you know, your best habits that help you uh, to get the best of your day and that makes you up for success. Yeah, I would say it is that self-reflection that self-inquiry contemplation that we discussed earlier. And it can take uh, different forms like journaling, meditation, but that sort of, it's almost like spiritual nourishment um, and making sure that I am in contact with myself before I make contact with the world. That is the most important thing because I need to make sure that I know from what place I am moving from. That is so good. That Mm -hmm. is so good. Well, thank you so much for today. Where we can all find you, where to connect with you, where we can get more, Anna. So um, if you just write on Google, my Anna Kusala, a first and last name, you'll find me on, you'll find my website and my newsletter. Uh, and then I'm active on Instagram and LinkedIn. So also on Facebook, like, yeah, I'm okay. everywhere. We will put notes into the show with all the contact information and uh, we are looking forward to hear from you in the new year, uh, your big vision, you know, your big work. And thank you for inspiring us uh, and sharing with us your beautiful journey. I love it. Thank Thank you you so much, Anna. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me and thank you for this beautiful work that you are doing. You are a beam of light and I am happy to know you on this journey. Oh, thank you so much. Well, big hugs from us and uh, thank you. Thank you all for listening and tuning in today. Bye-bye.